conversation with Trans Smith. A conversation with a conversation with Trans Smith. A conversation with no, 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 that's gonna He is an award winning artist and producer, originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, and now in New York City. He has created Project 44, an all-male troupe dedicated to showcasing male artists. Please welcome my guest today, Jair Godley. Hello, Ooh. sir. How are you? <laughs> hey, trans. How are you, buddy? I'm good, buddy. Y'all, I want to talk about your past. Okay. Because um, oh, I, I, we've, we've been friends for a while, but I, I, when I do these um, conversations, it's, it always... Um, fascinating where people come from and how they get to where they are today so were you born in little rock yes born and raised in little rock arkansas okay. uh, what did i say country fed <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing <laughs> now, how big is your family say it again how big is your family uh, well, we have we have a bit of a, like a Brady Bunch situation, you know. Okay. Pop, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. I I have um, with my mother and, and my father, I have two other siblings, and mm-hmm. with my father by himself, I in addition to those two siblings, I have three more um, very. Uh, Wonderful and eccentric siblings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, where do you fit in far as, like, uh, are you the youngest? Are you in the middle? Are you the oldest? Uh, I'm actually number four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So when did um, when did performing become a, a thing for you? Was it there that it started or during your childhood? Yeah, it was, it was in Arkansas. Um, I started uh-huh. doing... Well, my cousin, he always performed and he did like the uh, Arkansas, Arkansas Children's Art Center. And when you got cast in a performance, you got to leave school and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. my God, I want to get out of school with him. <laughs> and, you know, and I never got cast. I was, I, you know, I, but not, you know, yeah, I never got cast. And right, then I finally right. did a theater work at a... a um, at a theater there in Little Rock, and mm-hmm. um, and then I joined the band in okay. middle school. What did you play? The trombone. Oh, okay, that's a big right. instrument. I know. <laughs> Listen, I still got it. If anybody listening want one, I'll sell it to you. All right. <laughs> it's, it's an antique. <laughs> was it, was anyone else in your family um, creative in that sense as you were? Uh, my sister used to draw. She was one okay. of those like, um, yeah, she was she was a drawer. Um, and my and that same cousin who I was speaking about, he he still sings. He and he okay. does he does shows in Chicago, but that's not his full time mm-hmm. gig. I'm, I'm okay. really the only one who took the art as a profession. But yeah, we used to sit around, and my mm-hmm. aunt, man, she would I mean print out lyrics mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas songs okay and pass around the living room and we would all sing and um so my my family has a lot of singers but I'm oh. I'm one of the first like I can dance and kick my leg <laughs> okay so do you sing anymore uh no 
Why not? I don't know. You know, I never. <laughs> I mean, I took voice lessons when I was at NYU, and okay, I think it was always. It's always been something that frightened me. It's out of my comfort zone. Okay. Um, but I'm so hoping. speaking of. No, no, because I was, it seems like, because, you know, I read your resume and everything. I was like, wow, he's more than just a dancer, a choreographer. You're like the full, you're like a full performer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, and as I'm getting to know you, I see the more, especially you have a vision. You're a producer is what you are. And, um, but all right, get back to NYU. So we're in NYU. Now you did your, did you go for your BA, uh, BFA there or just the MFA? Oh, sorry, just the MFA. I actually did a BS in biology when I was going to be a doctor and all that great stuff in life. Really? Isn't that funny? Did you know what I wanted to be when I was, when I was in high school? I wanted to be a a marine biologist. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I never told many people, that. but yeah, it, I was always fast and I did well in school and, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. But, you know, during that time I was performing and stuff and I had agent and I was doing all that stuff. But yeah, you know, it was the whole thing that I need something to fall back on. Right. You know, yeah. but um, so um, at NYU, um, you got your MFA there, right? And then from there, what? What happened? Did you just go out into the world, or what, I what did. Happened? You know, I I went to MFA. I'm sorry, I went to NYU because mm-hmm. um, one, it's in New York City, and that's where I wanted to be. You know, I used to come during the summers. During mm-hmm. my undergrad, I would come in the summers and take classes at Ailey, and I just love being in the city. I okay. love the art scene, the culture, the people, right. and so when it came time to choose a school after after the many acceptance letters that I received. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> you know, okay. We, right? We hashtag successful. But no. That's the best hashtag ever. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I came to NYU and I really, I really, um, I met some great people there and I, Unfortunately, I had to say like this, but I milked my resources, man. You know, I met some mm-hmm. wonder- wonderful people who were so generous with their time and their guidance, and they uh-huh. and they invited me into the studio with them. And so I started, you know, before I like graduated, started booking you know, gigs, guest artists, okay. performing, okay. Um, lots of guesting for different companies around New York City, uh, okay. doing industrial things. Um, mm-hmm. you know because there's, there's a lot of that going on around here um, right yeah just so many things that i just started to go and then i also started my company project 44 so right. I, hit, I hit the ground running you know so with project project 44 i know that you formed that in 2010 what was why why do you why did you say you know what i need to do this for male dancers and what I, you know, what you wanted to give for that. Right. So t- tell, me a little, tell me a little about that and, you know, how you came up with the idea. So, you know, what's funny, Project 44 was born because I did a piece um, for Steps on Broadway. They have, a, mm-hmm. they have a laboratory showcase for emerging choreographers. And I mm-hmm. submitted and got in and... Mm-hmm. It was just some friends, and then I did mm-hmm. a piece. Uh, did a piece at the Ninety Second Street Y with just mm-hmm. some friends, and then mm-hmm. and, th- and those friends happened to meet, you know, male dancers, okay. and 
after a while, it just kept going because we we had a male bond, and I've always wanted that in in the arts world, a bond right. with, with other male identifying people or, or male presenting people, um, mm-hmm. and just really wanted to find that connection. So at that point, it wasn't really about like I have a company. It was like we are creating art together. And it's a safe space for us to be laugh. You know, we used to do like every Wednesday after rehearsal, we would go to Blockheads and then go out okay. dancing. So it was like, okay. a, it was a real like weekly thing. You know, we had rehearsal twice a week, but then we would go out on Wednesdays. So it was really great. Mm-hmm. And then I started to notice when I got feedback from people, the power and the imagery mm-hmm. that you see all men dancing on stage together. Yeah, it's powerful. I mean, I've seen I've seen your company many times, and it's very powerful. And it's it's so strong, and it, and and not only it's also vulnerable, and it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, you know, what you're doing. But go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just oh no, that's okay. It. Totally okay. Um, and because that and that's mm-hmm. a lot of the information and feedback that we're getting from people, and mm-hmm. you know, it's so great to to do things without mm-hmm. without wanting to make an impact but you, right. but you are making an impact and that was mm-hmm. and that was so powerful powerful to me um mm-hmm. and so i just kept growing with it and i wanted to go further with it and i started to mm-hmm. um connect with other organizations and mm-hmm. as a group we would do outreach classes or, or workshops okay. um mm-hmm. we did we did one with a with a women's shelter in in uh, rhinebeck new york Oh wow! So there was it was a group of twenty uh, some odd women. I forget the actual number, who had mm-hmm. either had you know been through issues of substance abuse, physical abuse, you know, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. It was a a women's shelter that took everyone, and so we were a little bit nervous about these women coming to be with these with an all male group, you know, because we don't know traumas and triggers and things like that. Right, trans man. It was some one of the most beautiful experiences of just moving in the body and joy. Mm -hmm. There were because my dancers are are, you know multiracial and Mm -hmm. and there were multiracial women and it was just it was just such a beautiful thing for us to come together and for them to receive us and they came to our show afterwards Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um, I mean that was a great one. I mean I've also done demonstrations at schools in the Bronx with, with young kids and you know they're right. like can you do the splits and like I'm like, <laughs> that must be so gratifying especially with the kids yeah you know to like to, to be I won't say be in the trenches but to really really be about sharing your art with the community and actually mm-hmm. talking to people and and really allowing them to experience a little bit of of my love for dance a love for movement yeah you know what i mean not even about, yeah. the, not even about the technique just grooving mm-hmm. and, and having fun and so um it, we just started to do those things and they and it just it just popped off and i'm so grateful and forever humbled Right. You know what I wanted to ask you about too is that you've done this show called Then She Fell. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that, that's the show that that's that one is that one that where you know is only a certain amount of people can go into. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can you talk about that a little? Yeah. So this is actually <laughs> that's actually my second show that I so I was fortunate enough to be um, 
hired by a group in Brooklyn called Third Row Projects. Okay. And they are a trio of directors and a group of collaborators who create immersive works. And I really, okay. when I say immersive, I really, really say immersive. You are, right. you, you immerse into the world. You're immersed into the entire scene. Um, you're, mm -hmm. act, you're active. You're, you're mm -hmm. close to the performers. You're, you get handed mm -hmm. food, drinks. You sometimes mm -hmm. move with us. And so mm -hmm. my first show with them was called The Grand Paradise. And okay. um, it was, you know, I was, I had, a you know, artistically, but just in life, mm -hmm. we always have like little slumps and things. And so I was in a little slump okay. there. And I, when I got okay. that job, man, I was like, wow, this is something different for me. And, mm -hmm. um, and was also what was important about being in that particular show is because I was cast as dad. So it was about a family that was coming to a 70s resort to go through kind of life changing moments that each of them go through points of discovery for themselves. And okay. so there was a father there and I played mm -hmm. and I, and I got cast as him and there are a bunch mm -hmm. of, you know, a bunch of people who created the roles and then came in and I was one of the other characters as well or the people, excuse me. Mm -hmm. But what's so, what was so important and what struck me about this group and, and just saying you are in a good space is knowing that I got hired to be a dad mm -hmm. to, to an all-white family. Mm -hmm. So to me, that let me, oh, wow. that let me know that they, they believe so much in my craft that... Uh-huh. That they didn't think it would they didn't care that it, you know the people would see this family being a black man, mm -hmm. a white lady, and then having white children. Do you know what I mean? Right, so right. They 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 were so confident that I would still be able to be this dad. Uh-huh. Regardless of me not matching their race. And so I thought that was right. great. Right, um, right, right. So I did that show with them. Mm -hmm. and, and then unfortunately it closed. That show was okay. designed for 60 audience members. Okay. And then I was so fortunate enough to join their longtime running show, which was called Then She Fell, which is one you asked okay. about. Uh, okay. and, that's, and that's based on the writings of Lewis Carroll um, and Alice in Wonderland through The Looking Glass. And so, oh, okay. yeah. And so, um, see, I didn't know about that one. I knew about the, uh, the one where you played the dad. So I didn't okay. know about this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the one. This show had been running for. Seven or eight years, and unfortunately during COVID, you know, we we mm -hmm. closed closed the doors. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was it's a really really great experience. I so what was that one based on? Um, then she besides besides the the um, you know the writings of Lewis Carroll, was it a, a plot? Was it plotted, or is it just just based on his works? It was it was just based on his works and it was okay. it, it was really an experience. So it was uh -huh. designed, it was designed for fifteen people and okay. every person that went in there had a different uh -huh. experience because you, okay. you yeah you saw the show in a different mm -hmm. in a different perspective depending okay. on you know what character you're with or mm -hmm. any of those things. Right. So let me ask you, all right, you know, we've been in this pandemic now, well, almost a year now. And, um, you know, I've spoken to you and I've spoken to other artists and how we're, you know, coping with, you know, just trying to survive during this. Um, has How much has it changed for you as far as not only just 
you know, physically just trying to, you know, figure everything out, but um, also, you know, mentally too, um, just dealing with this. Has it been hard? Has it been challenges? You like, oh my God, I never thought I would, you know, experience anything like this. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been, it, it was, it's getting better. It was really challenging okay. at, at the very beginning. You know, I, I just stayed in bed and I was like, what? Yeah. After a while, then I was like, oh, my body hurts. I can't lay right. prone forever. And right. so um, just getting up and getting back moving and understanding of how I want to move when mm-hmm. I want to move. Because, you know, sometimes when you when you look at our social medias, so many people are doing things and you see them and and you get caught in a rat race of yep. always trying to do things because other people are doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had I had to put I had to put myself in check. I was like, mm-hmm. listen, if you want to sit down mm-hmm. and watch TV today, you but, should need to sit down and watch TV today. Right, and it's okay, and it's all right. And it's and it, you're exactly right, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so that made me enjoy mm-hmm. the the art that I was choosing to do even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it it opened me up into more ideas artistically of what I can do, of what I can produce mm-hmm. and, you know, some other um, business ventures that I want to go into. And mm-hmm. I've started taking voiceover classes. Right. Um, right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it allowed me to have a perspective of just like, Hey, check in with Gier. How's Gier, <laughs> how's Gier doing? How does Gier want to move? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, right. Do you feel, do you feel that, um, I mean, you know, we hear a lot about, you know, stimulus for like so many different organizations and everything, but I, to me, I feel like there's, it's not enough focus on stimulus for the arts, even though they're saying there's 15 billion, um, $15 billion, uh, you know, relief for struggling arts organizations. I just feel like it's just being pushed in the background. Do you feel that way? I do. Yes. And, um, and th- a lot of those monies are going mm-hmm. to people that are con- that are connected with like unions and things right. like that, that that has someone to advocate for them. Mm-hmm. But if you but if you are an independent artist or right. an, in- an independent producer, mm-hmm. it's hard to get that money because you're not protected by a union that's going to go out there and fight for you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, and it's you know like this like like then she failed that you know it's a non-union show and mm-hmm. it was a great show I mean sold out every night for right. seven for seven years right. and in the pandemic because they didn't have a union or they're not a Broadway show or anything something large uh-huh. there was no there was no protection right. and the ordinary the ordinary person can't sustain mm-hmm. you know. You yeah. can't sustain a, a full-fledged organization or right. a full-fledged production on on an unemployment check. You yeah. I mean? Like, they, we have to really, really look at the, I mean, even, even before now, we had to look at the support of the arts in the United States because right. we, are, we are doing it. For us to have so much money and be this powerful place, we are doing it not as well as they are doing it in Europe. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they've I mean, always had support. They've always had support for the arts. So this was like it was easier for them yeah. to really support. You know, you see a lot of people are doing stuff over in Europe now because you know the things you can't do here. And right. yeah, it's it's just it's you know, I hear from you and I like I I 
talk to people that have been on Broadway, you know, look at, they haven't worked. A lot of people haven't worked and, um, you know, it's just, it's just difficult, but the, what's the one thing that got us through this whole thing, watching TV, watching anything that performed, that's the thing that got us through all this, you know? Right. And it's being pushed down at the bottom. And um, just it is, yeah. <laughs> and dancers, you know, please, dancers. It's like I think dancers is the hardest. Oh yeah, I think it's, it's the hardest. It's, it's physically on your body, do you know yeah. what I mean? And like, and I know we are in a better time of now. We have a better understanding of our body. But as mm-hmm. a mover, as a mover, there's still an expiration mm-hmm. on the things that you can do. Right. Like right. you can't, you can't fake, you know, there's some artists where you can go into a booth and do auto tune or mm-hmm. they can lip sync, but mm-hmm. on a, on a live performance, if my mm-hmm. leg don't go up, or I don't pirouette right. I just can't do it no more. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's just hard. You know, I've, I, I love dancers. First of all, you know, I live with a very famous <laughs> dancer for years and I, I just, and you know, I have friends that are dancers and you know, you know that. And I yeah. just, you know, when I've done my shows and I have my dancers, I always felt a bond with them because I always, I always felt that you know it's a it's a um, a stamina thing that's beyond, and and it's not just for dancing; it's just that survival instinct just kicks in, and it's just it's so inspiring. I think it's so inspiring, and it besides they make you feel good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, and dance is such a great thing, and, and you know everyone, I, I believe everyone should do it. Like I. You know, when I'm home, you know, working at my regular job, and you know, I take a 15 minute dance break every day, put on some house music, and just move. You know, there you go, yeah, let it go. Right. You know, yeah, you have to. And it's, but I just, I just hope more attention, you know, you know, become um, comes on to the arts because it's so important. It got us through this thing. Mm-hmm. So, what are sure, your, yeah. your future projects or some um, things you want to do? So we're going to do (laughs) (laughs) right. Um, So I I started getting into uh, or diving deeper into film. Um, Last last June, I did a a film called Brothers and Sons. Okay. Um, Oh yeah, that was. I was going to bring that. I'm glad you brought that up. That was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. Okay, go ahead, talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wanna I wanna dive deeper in, into uh, doing more movement on film. Um, mm-hmm. I wanna and I wanna contextually um, dive deeper into my thoughts around being a black man. Um, okay, and approach it in a way that is true to who I am as a black man, and now mm-hmm. and not how I want to be perceived or how, uh-huh. or how I want, or how I think other people want me to be as a black man. Do you know what I mean? All right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, there's, um, I think a lot of times in the, in the dance world, especially when it comes or just in the world in general, you know, sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. am I black enough? You know, especially when you're lighter yeah. skinned and you have different, these different things. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's always been a question. And so, but mm-hmm. I want to, I don't want that to be in the work. I don't want to, I don't want to make work trying to be black. I live okay. being black every day. You know what I mean? Right. 
Mm-hmm. And that and that's the truth, and that's my truth. So I just I want to continue right. to continue to make work about the um, the black male experience mm-hmm. uh, in in America, and kind of through that lens. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. artistically, and then um, I'm really interested in creating more art avenues in Arkansas and Little Rock. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's a that's a business venture that I'm um, going into uh, this spring, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just really, you know, going back because, you know, when I was looking at schools, I didn't think about majoring in dance. Okay. Because there was no dance program in Arkansas. Mm, in any college. Gotcha. Is it still like that now? There was one, but unfortunately, last year, the board of the school decided to cut the program. So this year they took in no more dance majors. And so, yeah, in three years, we'll be no more dance major program in Arkansas, mm-hmm. unless another school picks it up. Wow. Um, and not even universities so, or anything either or, or colleges? No, no I mean, there, no, there are dance, um, like dance studios. Okay. But you can't get a degree. Yeah, you can't get a degree get, in dance. Okay. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I've seen you know, when I go back and guest teach or I, you know, see dancers page on Arkansas, I mean, sorry, Arkansas dancers page on Facebook, mm-hmm. I see so many talented young people, not mm-hmm. just dancers, mm-hmm. you know, singers, singer dancers, actors, so many people that could be working artists. And I just like, because they don't know they can be a working artist. Sometimes they don't reach for that. Right. You know what I mean? They go, they go to their normal, that normal, I just go work at a call center. That's all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, but you, you can really, you can do it if you try. And, and if you try, if you have the information. And so, yeah, I just want to bring in more professional artistic um, resources to Arkansas. Well, I think you'll be able to do it because you, you have the gift to gap. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> and you're very, <laughs> you have the gift to gap and you're, you can you you can pretty much talk people to, into doing things. <laughs> I, know, I know. You do, but that's great. I wish I had that. I don't. I don't have that. I was like, uh, mm, but I admire people that have it. <laughs> I do. I think it's so great. I think it's so great. But you know what? You know what you have though. You you have the eyes. You can give people the eyes and make. Yeah, but that yeah. that's I know I know I'm doing that. Do you know what I mean? It's different. Oh, yeah. Yours is innate. <laughs> I know what I have to do to get it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but anyway, let me go. To, you know, every every week I do. Um, I have a um a po- um excuse me playlist on uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. Like, Smith. So I asked all my guests to give me three songs, either from your past or what you're listening to right now or something that eh, has influenced you. And what are your three songs? I'm doing this on oh. top. I, didn't, I actually didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I just, I like to not tell people. I said, let me just, you know, see what comes off the top of your head. Okay, here we go. So mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm listening to right now um, uh-huh. is, is a British artist. Okay. Um, called M N E K. What's the name? M N E K. Okay. I don't know that. Um, I have to look at. That's good. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know their pronoun, but I would say okay. they, but, uh, but they are a person of color and uh -huh. um, amazing voice. And they, I mean, they do a lot of um, producing for some of like the, the RuPaul drag, drag race songs in the UK. That's how I, okay. I found them. So, oh, okay. Was there a particular song in particular that you liked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the details on it. I need details. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see. Oh, it's called Head and Heart. It's okay. featuring Emanika, yeah. Okay. Head and Heart. All right. And then my, you know, I got to do it. I got to do it. All right. Luther Vandross. Oh, which one? Uh, Bad Boy. Uh -oh. Bad boy, I don't bad know boy that. having a party. Oh my god, I haven't heard that in a long time. I know. Wow, that's a good one. I love I, it so much. A lot of people don't even know that song. That's a really? good one. Yeah, oh. it, I think it, it's such a niche. It's not. It's not one of his. Um, you know. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, great! That'll be great for the list. And what's your third one? Um. <laughs> don't. Don't judge me. It's 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 Meg the Stallion body. Yes. <laughs> Listen, that's a great workout. I can imagine. Yes. I, I, put, I put on her music video, and not the music uh -huh. video. She did her Apple her, her iTunes Awards performance, and like right. I try and I try to learn the choreography. Like I'm taking class, and I read oh, okay. the video. And because you're in such you're like you're basically like in a squat the whole time and twerking. Right. It is it is a workout. So I, I I'm and I'm down I'm down with Meg the Stallion these days. I like Megan. I like yeah. her. Yeah. I like her a lot. Well, Jair, can you believe it's it's almost 45 minutes? I'm <laughs> 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 uh, just joking with you. But thank you so much, Jair, for um sharing your story with us and my audience. Um, and uh, you know. I'm looking forward to what we're going to work on and to my yes. audience and I work with Jair and I are working on a um, couple of projects and um, I'm nervous about it, which I loved because I like being out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And, right? uh, <laughs> and, but we'll keep you, um, keep you posted on what's going on. Jair, tell, tell my audience where they can um, see your work or your website or social media. And So I am on all things social media at Project 44 Dance. And that's just normal project. And then the numbers 44 Dance. Um, and Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, BGC. No, I'm joking. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see who got who. How many people got that reference? Everybody got that one right. <laughs> I'll see in the comments. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so and, much for having me. And thank you, my audience, for listening. And um, I just want to shout out to the people that have been listening. Thank you so much. The um, you're really giving me a lot of love, and I really, really appreciate it. So don't forget to listen, to subscribe, and share. My name is Trans Smith, and until the next conversation. A conversation with, a conversation with, Trans Smith. A conversation with, a conversation.
conversation.